Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome to the show the senator from the great state of Georgia, Reverend Dr. Raphael Warnock, known as Senator Raphael Warnock. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Welcome back. Great to be here with you. Thank you. Oh, man. Listen, um, your governor signed into law a whole 100 and plus pages of of voter suppression last night. And um, what is the impact before we get into the arrest uh, of our state legislator? What what will be the impact of that moving forward? Well, they're trying to block the voices of the people. I mean, look, we have a great system in America. It's it's flawed like anything human. But democracy really is the best we've got on the planet. And, um, you know, in our system, we have noisy and sometimes rambunctious arguments. Each side gets to lay their case before the American public. And at the end of the day, we should hear on election night the four most powerful words ever uttered in a democracy. The people have spoken. And what we're witnessing in Georgia, but not only in Georgia, in some 43 state capitals all across the country, is a naked, unabashed, and unembarrassed effort to put democracy in reverse so that rather than the people picking the politicians, the politicians get to pick their voters. In the case of Georgia, one of the terrible provisions in there, there are uh, uh, several, but one of the provisions in this bill allows for a kind of hostile takeover of local boards of elections by the state legislature. Think about that. These, these are state legislators, politicians, thinking about their own political future. And if they don't like the outcome of an election, they can just decide to take over the board. Uh, they have uh, uh, to, to uh, they've created provisions that allow them, uh, in the case that what we had a few months ago, where they didn't like the decision by the Secretary mm-hmm. of State, to stand by the election, uh, which he presided over, uh, with the provisions that have been put forward in Georgia, they would simply be able to replace him. And um, what Donald Trump tried to do unsuccessfully, uh, they're making it easier for someone like him to do it in the future. Uh, this is not just an, another issue. This is about the democracy itself, that sacred idea of one person, one vote, we have to defend it with everything inside of us. Our children are counting on us, and history is watching us. But they, they couched this based on a lie, that somehow there was some inappropriate behavior, inappropriate activity in Georgia around uh, your your election, right. John Ossoff's election, that there was some sort of shenanigans, and so they have to pass this these election, uh, this, this bill to prevent uh, the shenanigans that never happened. So... So this was not even, this is a false, it was is a false balloon. It's a lie. Oh, it's absolutely a lie. It's outrageous. And, you know, what's interesting is, you know, Republicans did pretty good uh, all across the country on November 4th, where a lot of the House races are concerned. They narrowed our majority in the House. Some of the Senate seats that, Dems thought, hoped that they could win. We didn't win. 
which is why it all came down to Georgia in the first place. So uh, I, I want to know what kind of logic makes Joe Biden's outcome suspect, which, by the way, has been uh, subject to, to three recounts in Georgia, and we came up with the same result each time. But what, what is it? What is it? What kind of logic says that the outcome for Joe Biden was wrong, but the outcome for the House seats that you won and the Senate seats that you kept was right? It doesn't make any sense at all, which is why we ought not make policy based on people's feelings. The, the sense that they're claiming that people don't have a conf, any confidence in the outcome. I mean, that just sounds like folks who are saying, well, we don't like the outcome. And if, if there are people in our country who have doubts about the outcome of the election, um, you know, that's not surprising. When you have a sitting American president at the time, the biggest pulpit on the planet, and I say that, and I'm a preacher, but he's got the biggest pulpit running around saying the, that there was fraud in the election and then having that lie circulated and reinforced by other elected officials. Is the same lie that created a violent insurrectionist assault on the United States Capitol. Our democracy is in a 911 emergency, and if the United States Senate ever needed to respond uh, in a way that uh, says we have to pass voting rights no matter what, this is that moment. It's not another moment, it, this is the moment. This is the opportunity. This is the time that Dr. King had in mind when he said, silence is betrayal. We need to hear the voices of our legislators. Um, we have a chance to fix this uh, through federal legislation. And we need to hear from um, our corporate citizenry, our corporate community. They can't afford to be silent. They've been way too silent in a moment like this. And I can tell you as someone who serves as pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church, that come Martin Luther King Jr. Day, corporations that are quiet right now will be falling all over themselves to produce a commercial honoring Dr. King. When I say to them that you cannot honor Dr. King uh, in January uh, while being silent in the midst of voter suppression right now, if Dr. King was right back then, is right to stand up for voting rights right now. You cannot remember him and sit silently while others dismember him, dismember his legacy in a time like this. Yes, Reverend Warnock, hi. My name is Joyelle Johnson. I did your comedy and conversation show in January. And I just wanna say, um, with regards to Park Cannon, was it illegal for them to arrest her? Because I know in the Georgia state constitution, you're not supposed to arrest a state representative during session. And do you think the SB 202 bill will be struck down in the courts? Listen, um, I know Park Cannon. She happens to be a parishioner at my church. I'm her pastor. She is a very bright young woman, a deeply committed public servant. And um, as far as I could see on the videos that uh, uh, have been made available by ordinary citizens who happened to witness it, uh, she was knocking on the door of the governor. Uh, 
I didn't see her banging on the door, kicking the door. She certainly didn't kick the door in, as we saw with folks at the U.S. Capitol back in January. She was simply knocking on the door. She's a state legislator. The legislature uh, is in session. And uh, for her uh, expression of concern for the people she represents, she was charged with two felonies. Think about that. Two felonies. Uh, Meanwhile, we saw people uh, violently assault the Capitol. Uh, People were killed, including police officers. And the legislation that she was protesting is the product of the very lie that created violence and bloodshed on the United States Capitol. Here she is simply knocking on the door and is arrested and charged with two felonies. Well, I've got news for the misguided politicians in the Georgia State Legislature. Park Cannon isn't the only one knocking at that door. The people of Georgia, and I believe the people of our nation, are knocking on the door of our democracy. They will not be locked out, locked down, or shut down. They will not be denied. Uh, their voices will rise up, and this will not stand. Uh, Rev- Reverend Senator Warnock, I know you have to run. What recourse do we have? We've been talking about this since the top of the show, and we feel frustrated. Watching that video triggered a lot of us, made us angry. I've been reaching out to make sure she's okay. Uh, I know that you went to bail her out. What recourse do we have, this listening audience, to make sure that, A, this doesn't happen again, but how can we let our voices be heard to make sure that they know Mm -hmm. that this is not going to stand? What can we do? Well, I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad that you asked the, the question. I want your listeners to hear me. Part of the job and mission of voter suppression is to so demoralize parts of the electorate that you don't even bother to try. You're, you become so soul weary with the fight, and I relate to that. Why are we having a fight over this in 2021? I mean, how absurd that here we are having the same fight again. So there is the tendency to become soul weary in the midst of this kind of violence uh, on the collective psyche of people who who just want to be recognized, to have their humanity honored in their own democracy. But we can't afford to give in to that kind of weariness. If we're tired, we've got to move forward in the kind of uh, uh, fatigue that uh, Fannie Lou Hamer described when she said of herself, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so that meant that she wasn't simply tired, but that she had a kind of weariness that, that in an odd kind of way uh, ushered her into action. And so keep raising your voice. By all means, keep voting. Register everybody you know to vote. Um, uh, you know, Stand up in such a way that, that you live out and you create and you make real uh, the nightmare of people who deny you your humanity. Don't let them win. And in the meantime, know that those of us in whom you place a sacred trust to represent you, I can certainly speak for myself. I'm going to be doing everything I can because I believe in American democracy. 
Uh, I believe in this grand experiment that we have in self-governance, government for and by and of the people. Um, and I believe that democracy in a real sense is the political enactment of a spiritual idea. That is this notion that all of us are children of God. We have within us a spark of the divine. And so we ought to have a right to determine the direction of our country and, and our destiny within it. We do have uh, channels of recourse because as bad as this is, by the way, it would be worse had you not stood up. So don't think your voice doesn't make a difference. It's making a difference right now. What they wanted to do was even worse. And so we, that credit is owed not to the politicians, but to the people who've been standing up. And so, you know, they've made some adjustments because folks are standing up, keep standing up. And in the meantime, we've got to pass uh, the For the People Act, which will make voting easier, not harder. And we've got to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. That's how we push back and make sure that the kind of thing we're witnessing in Georgia uh, does not happen again. I know you have to go, but you have an open seat at our table, Reverend. One day when this pandemic is over, I hope to see you at your church as well. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Senator Warnock. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.